overall, just uh, the biggest goal of your life, would you say it is? Yeah, no doubt. You know, I, I don't score too many, but um, yeah, that was nothing comes even close. So it's pretty good feeling right now. That's right. Carl Gunnarsson is the hero in game two. Yes. 49 years ago, number four, Bobby Orr, scored the last overtime goal when these two met in the Stanley Cup final. Now, number four, Carl Gunnarsson scores the winning goal in game two. I'm Corey Miller here with Amon Hicks. Right after the game, our first reactions. Uh, okay. Wow, that's, speechless. <laughs> that's the coolest sporting event I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Um, there's just a lot to get to here, but that's the most complete game I've seen the Blues play all postseason long, obviously. First ever Stanley Cup final victory yes. for the St. Louis Blues. They one needed in 13. That. They're one in 13 they, now, they three away. That. Headed back to St. Louis tied at one game of peace, and you just have to think the momentum is now in their favor. And uh, you love how this team bounces back all the time after a loss. They're brilliant. Now six and two in the playoffs. Jordan Bennington, 12 and two in his young NHL career. It's a great team to be around, that's for sure. So, well, I don't even Where do you want to go first here? Uh, There's just too much to talk about. I don't even know. Let's uh, go with uh, Let's go with Bennington first. No, let's start with the physicality. Okay, yeah, okay. that was, that was, that, really that was a big t- talk with Tory Krug's hit in uh, Game One and talking about how the Blues would bounce back and how the Bruins were more physical than yeah. the Blues, all because of that one hit. Well, St. Louis out hit Boston fifty to thirty one, and, and you cra- could tell it wasn't little hits. No. It was nasty in there a lot of the time. Backus was mixing it up again with a little bit of everybody. Sammy Blay spent more time lying on the ice yeah, than I, I think he did. Oh like actually in the, he was great. I mean he was great. How many hits did he have? He had four hits. Braden Shed had eight hit, <coughs> excuse me, eight hits to lead the team. Everybody was everywhere tonight. Schwartz had a great game. They were just flying around. And yeah, it was physical. Um Especially, well, Krug even got into it again. He got tied he up with Pareko. It looked like it almost an identical play. I'm pretty sure that's going to be happening the entire series. Yeah, <laughs> and there was that uh, that Gunner or not Gunnarsson that Sunquist hit that sent that Bruins defenseman to the hospital. Yeah, that was that was scary. That was scary too. But yeah, this is a physical series. These teams are really starting to get familiar with each other. That's for uh, sure. There's a scrap pretty much after every whistle, and I love it. It made for an exciting game. I mean, this is what you want to see as fans. It, it, the, you get four goals that in the very first period. Yeah. You're like, oh, my, this is going to be a shootout. And then in the second period, defensive, defensive, defensive teams stood up, and they did what they had to do, both teams. And then in the third period, you're just kind of like, all right, uh, who has the momentum right now? It seemed like Boston had the momentum, but at the start of overtime, oh my, the, yeah. blues, the Blues came out and were aggressive from the very beginning, and um, they proved to be the better team tonight. So I don't know how this is possible. The only Blues player without a hit, get take a guess. Carl Gunnarsson? Pat Maroon. What? Look at no that. hit for Pat Maroon, but you know what? He's, he told the Bruins. After, he was in there afterwards. After Bozak's oh, goal, yeah. he, he turned to the Bruins and said, you guys are, I won't say what he said, but he said, you guys are <laughs> pretty messed up right now. And he was very confident. Although Boston scored 41 seconds after that, the Blues prevailed. And, you know, I, you know they're feeling happy right now. Maroon was the only guy without a hit. Fabry and Barbashev were the only guys without shots on goal. Uh, and you could tell, I mean, everybody was involved here. I asked, uh, and Gunnarsson was the hero, I asked, uh, Barubi, the press conference. Bortuzzo was the hero in Game Two last series. Gunnarsson's the hero in Game Two. Can anybody step up? And that, I mean, pretty much, yeah. You can see it here on the on the stat sheet. Anybody could have been the hero tonight. You know what? I, I asked Tyler Bozak before the game about this team's mentality and how 
you know, Robert Thomas, he wasn't playing tonight. And I was like, you know, does it matter who plays or what line they play on? He was like, no. This time of year, everyone is banged up. And when you get an opportunity to play in the Stanley Cup final, you just have to take advantage of the opportunity. And Carl Gunnarsson, who in their minds would have imagined no. him scoring the game-winning goal? No. But he was ready. Well, Frank uh, Frank Cusimano mentioned it, I th- I'm pretty sure, on our post-game show right after it happened. If Vince Dunn is healthy, Carl Gunnarsson maybe doesn't even play in this game. That's for sure. Him or Edmondson probably would have been the odd guy out, so... That's just you know, how it and goes. Then, and then Gunnarsson told Coach Berube when they were going to the oh, bathroom this is the a- best, after yeah. the third period, he said, he, while they were, we won't say what exactly they said, but he said, Coach, I just need one more shot. He said, you'll get it, just keep Actually, shooting. Actually, here, let, let's play that for you guys here. Yeah, we'll play that. Carl, in the words of Oscar Sundquist, your conversation with Craig happened, quote, at the pisser. Could you just kind of <laughs> clarify for us before this goes into Stanley Cup lore of where and kind of paint the picture for us? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't deny that. That's that's where uh, <laughs> that's where it happened. <laughs> uh, so that makes it even more fun, I guess. Uh, it's a good story. Yeah. So that that was awesome. He, he got his one opportunity and he seized the opportunity. Well, we were up in the press box. Everybody thought his shot in the third went in. I, I was all, I was downstairs. I started yeah. celebrating. I, and then our photographer Tom Stacy was like, "Shh, no celebrating in the media room." And I was just like, it's a Man. "Spot on impression." If you've yeah. ever met Tom Stacy, <laughs> I thought it was over, but you know what? Gunderson got his chance, he and he did. did not let it go past him this time. Insane. Tarasenko had another goal tonight. He's just on a mission. That guy, And it was an impressive goal. He made a pretty good move. Rask made a great save, but he stayed with it and popped that Stuck little backhander in. It was fantastic. He, that that, that extended line. his point streak to eight games now, and it's tied for second longest in playoff point history and team history for the Blues, trailing only Tony Curry's nine-game streak in 1981. So I have a feeling that Tarasenko may break that streak, may want to knock on some wood just <laughs> in case. But the way that this team is playing right now, you just never know who's going to step up, and I think that's kind of the best part about this you, whole Yeah, ride. you never know who's going to step up. Looking at this box score, could have been anybody tonight. It's um, just it just amazes me how well this team not only plays on the road, but how well they play after a loss. Like yeah. You just almost know that they're going to win every time that they lose. Now we have to play well at home, at Enterprise Center, in front of the home fans. So when I was talking about the hits earlier, i got to correct myself. Said Maroon was the only guy without a hit. Then I scrolled down. I'm looking at defenseman. The only other guy without a hit. Carl Gunnarsson. Gunnarsson. You were right. Yes. <laughs> oh man, um, it's just what a time to be alive if you're a Blues <laughs> a fan right now. This is just exciting. It's, uh, it's incredible how sports can do this. Because after the first game, I mean, I was pretty okay, but overall, people were down. But this team has shown that you. You shouldn't be down about them. They all, they're always going to come back and give you more. I think if you look at the overall game and you look at the overall stats, the Blues are the better team. The Blues play like the better team for a majority of this game. And you just have to believe the way they played in the first period of the second game and the beginning of the second period and yeah. then the first period of this game and the end of the third and overtime and this one, it's just like who can beat this team when they're rolling and playing disciplined hockey. Yeah. If they're making mistakes and giving up penalties and going to the penalty box, then we're in trouble. How many penalties do they have tonight? They gave up one power play goal, that first goal by Coyle. They had five penalties tonight. <clears throat> That's still Boston, too many. Boston had two. Definitely yeah. need to clean that up. And Colton Pareko was asked after the game what was going through the Blues' mind 
when Braden Chin got that penalty. Oh, with over a little over well, six okay. minutes Well, okay, it left. should only have been four penalties. That was a terrible call. Yeah, and Pareko was asked about that, and he just said, we're going to kill it. He said, that was the only thing we thought about at that moment. We're going to kill it. We're going to get an opportunity to win this game, and they did just that. Well, it's nice when you got Jordan Bennington back there. He was great again. Let's pull up his They stats. always Hopefully. give him a chance to win. I mean, he, he I mean, he always gives them a chance to win, and that's what you love out of your goalie at this time of year. 21 to 23 saves. <clears throat> uh, only one power play goal out of the out of the ones he was out there for. And you have to believe one of the goals that he gave up. They went five hole. You know yeah. he's beating himself up about that. Although Should've they had, had that win, one. you know Jordan wants to play better because he felt like he could have played better after game one. He let those two goals go by in the first period, and you just have to believe, even though they won, he's motivated to put out a better performance because he. It's a one-on-one battle between him and Tuka Rash. Yeah. They don't want to admit that right now. They know it's a team game, but he wants to prove he's better than him. We haven't really seen this what this score was uh what was even the final score? It was three three to two in this one in the first game was four to two. We haven't seen a real duel yet, which I think we might be in store for if these two guys really are on the But their if game. you look at it, we kinda did in the second and third period. Oh yeah, no all those goals all those yeah. goals came in the first and then it was kinda yeah. locked down. Everybody, you know, got in their zone after that. So I think it's gonna be interesting to see how the team plays. They now get three days off yeah, before be nice. playing on Saturday, so they'll get a chance to rest. I know a couple guys got banged up. Tarasenko got banged up in this yep, one. He came with Edmondson was banged up a little earlier than Sammy Blay. He was a little dinged yeah. up as well. So they get a good chance to rest now before playing game three. Tyler Bozak got hit in the face with a stick and was bleeding. Tarasenko looked like, oh my, did you see? Uh, his jersey, with yeah, his jersey was all bloody after the end of the game. What do you think Enterprise Center is going to be like on Saturday? Chaotic. A madhouse. And a, hopefully nuts. we hear a lot of Gloria at the oh, end of yes. that game. Uh, a lot of Gloria. Yes. And you know, Charles Glenn will get the crowd fired oh, up. Home that of the blues. And oh, the, uh, that anthem's going to be insane. It's going to be electric. And Chris Long's going to be there, probably chugging a couple beers in the stands. He's going to do his dad, Howie yeah. Long. It's, it's going to be a great atmosphere. KSCK, we have the party right outside on Market Street, yeah. you know, where you can come down and meet employees at the station, and you can also party in basically a big pep rally for the Blues. So St. Louis is buzzing right now, and everybody's behind this scene. You drive yeah. down the streets, you see Let's Go Blues signs everywhere. So you the, see Blues fans here chanting Let's Go Blues yeah, after they I, just was, won? I mean, that was I, awesome. I kind of was like, wait, are we at Enterprise Center? I was like, I had to yeah. look at the rink. I'm like, how many Blues fans are actually here? So it's an exciting time to be a Blue, and um, I think Saturday will just be, I mean, history maybe, man. You just never know. History coming up on Saturday. The Blues made history tonight with their first ever win in the Stanley Cup Final thanks to Carl Gunnarsson of all people. Uh, We'll be with you for more episodes of the Blues Plus Podcast as the Stanley Cup Final rolls along.